The following is a TPC Network podcast. Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. You know, I, I've been hearing a lot lately about, like, the Earth is flat and things like that. Those are, what are those called? Conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. Do you, uh, you know, do you know much about conspiracy theories? I know a lot about all of these. I mean, Earth is flat. That, that's a big one. I mean, th- this is something we need to talk about, definitely. Welcome back. So glad you could join us. I'm here with Pepin. How are you, Pepin? Oh, doing good, doing good. A little, a little tired, but I'm here. I'm here. Oh, well, I'm definitely glad you're here. And, of course, we have back one of our favorite guests of all time, Matt Drew. How are you? Hey, guys. How, how's it going? I'm uh, I'm in rough shape after last time I was here. Yeah, well, you know, we're definitely glad you, you could be back. We might treat you with a little more gentle nature, but probably not. So... We're talking today about conspiracy theories. Nate, you were saying that you have one? So, yeah, this is one that's been pretty popular online recently. And it refers to a children's book we all are familiar with. Now, have you ever heard of the Bearskin Bears? Yes. Yes. I actually used to have a stuffed animal of Brother Bear. Bearskin Bears. The theory is... How you spell Bearstein? No idea. B E R E B E A R S T I E N. No, not bear like the bear. animal. Bear no, because Stein. bears after that's gonna be the regular bears. So we all remember this as Bearstein, correct? Berenstein. That's how I remember it. Berenstein. Yes. So it's more like Bearstein. Okay, he's showing us a, a Google image. Mm. Yeah. So, so you see how it's spelled like B A R S T A I N. So more like Berenstein. More like Berenstein, or uh, I can't. There's a certain pronunciation for it, but it's not like we all like we've all been saying it throughout our trousers, right? Okay. So this is this is pretty unsettling, you know. It's kind of like, oh, well, not, not maybe not to us, but people are very, very confused by this. And there's a whole conspiracy theory out there, which is that the multiverse split at that moment back in time, and there exists one universe where it's Bearstein Bears. There's another universe where it's Bearstein Bears, and people who believe this theory believe that they are in the universe that used to be Bearstein. Then it's put up into the bear stain. I'm very unsettled. Yeah, that actually seems. Um, it seems like it's it's a pretty huge conclusion to draw from such a minor, very small thing. I feel like something like this could never happen again because now with the internet, like everything's written down, so we yeah. would be able to go back and see all of the past things. Or in this instance, would things from the past change as well? So that would be the theory, that it would change the past as well, that they kind of, like, jumped universes. So then in what context does the the past with the original universe even exist? 
well, it exists parallel to our universe, so that that's what they would argue. There's a universe where it's Bangerstein, a universe which it's Bearstein, and somehow they got transported to the other universe. And these people have gone to such an extent where they have, you know, like, I guess it started with a couple having an argument about whether it's Bearstein or Bearstein, right? And they got in a huge, huge fight, and then, you know, they went down to their, like, childhood books or whatever, you know, where those were stored, and they found, oh my god, it was Bearstein, right? And, you know, the girl was just, like, flabbergasted, and she came up this whole theory about the multiverse. So, because a girl was proven wrong, and girls can never be wrong, she created a multiverse to explain the fact that she was wrong. Look at, Steve (laughs) makes the sexist... Steve makes this sexist. Just, just understand that. Okay? I just got out of a relationship and I'm kind of bitter. Yeah, so. But, you know, it, it's fine if this is like this one crazy person believing in this, right? But this has actually picked up a lot of uh, traction and it's actually now has an effect named after it. Like, I forget what it's called, like the Bearstein effect, where people will kind of like uh, misremember something and instead of accepting that they will complete a completely different reality in which you know they weren't actually wrong to begin with that's denial on a whole new level and there's actually some people who believe there's actually conspiracy to keep the Bearstein out or the Bearstein I forget which one it is but the Bearstein you know the more uh, the one they didn't like or the one they thought it was out for whatever reason so in this conspiracy people changed the books that have been in their basement to match the new thing that that's where the multiverse comes in so it, it's a little confusing so it's a multiverse <laughs> okay. conspiracy jesus Are came they... down and said let there be barren stain <laughs> they slipped into an alternate reality in which it was spelled different yeah yeah that, that's the basic okay. conspiracy so but everything in life in this multiverse in this universe is exactly the same except, except for the spelling for... of that one bear related story no that was yeah. just evidence of the alternate reality i'm that... sure there's other inconsistencies as well and we're just this was what caused us to this was what caused people to to realize that we're in a multiverse and and maybe this is something that happens all the time maybe this is just the one instance the one bit of evidence that we have right now but if we start looking more closely at things we'll start to realize oh there's other inconsistencies it sounds like you might have something specific in mind i'm actually talking about something completely different i have an idea um well not my idea this is a very popular one you can look it up listeners at home that you subscribe to um well i'm not saying whether or not i believe this i'm saying this is something that i'm passionate about so this is something that's really important that people need to be educated this is something that you draw your own conclusions on it's like this podcast is not meant to be political we're not meant to like push any belief structure on you we're just supposed to show you the facts and let you have make your own ideas about it make your own thoughts okay you have to be very curious with that teaser (laughs) you know that's the one thing this podcast is really good at the one thing is teasing we and know how to tease. Like tickling balls. Tick, more of a cuppage walk shit. Yeah. Um, so this is a popular uh, belief that the real Avril Lavigne died in 2003. Now, listeners, soak that in for a couple seconds. We're going to give you a couple seconds of silence. So 2003, Avril Lavigne died. The real Avril Lavigne. Now, there's a doppelganger that's going around saying that she's Avril Lavigne and all that, but she's really just a lookalike backup dancer. 
and she learned all of Avril Lavigne's songs from touring with the original Avril Lavigne. Now, what has happened? Uh, what happened was Avril Lavigne got really depressed because if you notice, her early music, her first album, was a lot darker than her other album. You know, she had you know the song "I'm with You." You know, like standing in the rain. Na, 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 na. And it was like na, really na, sad. Na, I'm no with sad. you. Yeah. It was just like it and was she just. She had that song about skater boys. Um, it was um yeah there was did the... she have girl at the rock show? That was off her doppelgangers album. Oh. Yeah. What about the complicated <gasps> one? That was the first album. That's the first album. Okay. Yeah, but the, even that had more of an edge to it than her other stuff. Now okay, so a lot of people say the real Avril Lavigne died in 2003 and they say that this doppelganger replaced her okay and it was in you know apparently she took her own life apparently it was a sad suicide thing and last minute all of these all of these different you know people had you know a lot of money to gain from avril lavigne still being alive so what they chose to do was there was this backup uh dancer who looked similar to her you know, because when they were coming up with background dancers to her music, they wanted to fit a certain look, and that look was Avril Lavigne. So they had a lot of similar-looking background dancers and background singers. This one particularly looked, you know, like her more so than the others, so they gave her the role of the lifetime, if you would say. And, you know, and for years, she's been Avril Lavigne. Now, they say in the album that followed it, she put a lot of hints in the lyrics and apparently, you know, some people believe that Avril was actually planning this long before she took her own life and kind of incorporated some of the... Now, that is that is where a lot of the lines get blurred. Was she, uh, like, did she prepare it? Did she understand it? Was she aware of what was going to happen? Now, that's, that's... We're getting into the mud here. Now, you guys have enough facts to form your own opinions. Uh, you listeners go off. Figure out what you want to think and what you feel about it. You know? So at two, after 2003, that's when she got like way hotter, right? No, actually, she got way less hot. I oh. I consider the the other version of her to be very not satisfying. Really? So do you have a thing for like uh, depressed chicks? No, no, I think it was how young she looked. Oh, how young? Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause no, she actually looked younger after her supposed death. Okay. When she, when the doppelganger, they they really like younged her up a little bit. Dying will do that. It makes you look a lot younger. I mean, wait, she. I'm not very familiar with Alvaro Levine, so she was darker before she died. In this theory, like her, her music, music, her music. Okay, her music. but not like personally. She wasn't an African American person before she no, died. No, she was Canadian. Uh, okay, Canadian. Isn't that weird so... how she changed races like overnight? So she, her hair head was disconnected from her. Yeah, she was Canadian. She, okay, Canadian. She had one of the flappy heads. So when she died, her music got lighter. It like, got it got way more poppy. It got really like I know it already was, but like her music lost any sort of. So that's original... what Girl at the Rock Show is about. It's about she used to be just that girl at the Rock Show, the backup dancer, but now she's the main star. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who wow. believe precisely that they believe that she was singing about being just a regular background dancer and then the big break of a lifetime happened and you really have me on board on this one and avril died and she committed suicide maybe i just like the idea of avril lavigne being dead because of what she did to chop suey well i actually okay no 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 we're not bringing that up here we're not bringing that up. oh my god 
listeners, if you have not seen that, do not see that. We're not suggesting you go see that. Do I'm you... suggesting no, you go see that. No, nobody okay, look that so up. We encourage you to look up some things. I need to bring this up. One time I was with my family at a restaurant, and all of a sudden, like, like we're outside. It's like an outdoor restaurant, and like they have ambient music playing or whatever. And I hear something like really light, and I'm like, oh, wow, that chord structure sounds kind of like Pink Floyd. And then uh, Avril Lavigne's singing, and she's singing the lyrics to Comfortably Numb. Like, she's doing, like, the worst cover of Comfortably Numb ever to exist. Don't blame her. That's not her. The real Avril Lavigne is rotting in the ground somewhere. You know, if she is, she's probably rolling in her grave, because she's like, I could have done better. It's probably doing kick flips. Because she's actually comfortably numb. She's doing wall flips. <laughs> she's still conscious. She can do a wall flip. So, as far as that conspiracy theory goes, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's plausible to me. But I'm, it's... I'm really interested in, in these conspiracy theories. You guys have brought up things. That, like, these are blowing my mind. I'm going to have to do some serious research here. Are there are there more? I mean, I'm, it, it, what it makes me think about is like Avril Lavigne to me. Well, let's not take Avril Lavigne. Let's say, was it Paul McCartney, or is it? Uh, he was right, a person. Okay, 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 okay. Another you, you bring up Paul McCartney, but another popular conspiracy theory is the real Paul McCartney died in 1967. Right. Some people say that he got into a car accident and they replaced him with someone. And you know, the Beatles at the time had so much money around them. There was so much money to like find someone, train them like in a military type camp to learn how to his likeness, to learn how to sing like him, to learn how to, you know, play music. And, you know, he had so many songs. The Beatles had so many songs. They were releasing multiple albums a year at that point. So there were so many songs that they could just give him and he could just jump right into it. Like he was already Paul. You know, but another pe- another person said that they had like backups for all the Beatles, where they had like if if John were to die in the sixties, they would have had another John like that, or if Ringo were to die, they would they wouldn't just... have replaced him. They'd be like, well, we lost Ringo, we're going to keep going. They would have just found some other drummer. He doesn't have to be Ringo. Yeah, see, the crux of this for me is, it's. I think this kind of reflects our own kind of perception of celebrities because we think we know celebrities pretty well, but, you know, this kind of shows we really don't. If one died and was replaced by a, a somewhat similar person, we wouldn't know the difference. If they could perform as well, you know. Or kind of like that person. Well, yeah. then why don't they do that for a lot of the recent artists who have died? Prince, uh, other people. I think the argument there would be that if they die early, you know, they're still making money off that. They're still bringing the gravy. But with someone like Prince or Freddie Mercury, let's say I'm at Freddie Mercury because that's not a good example, but say Prince or uh, Michael Jackson and stuff, they've already, they're already over the peak and they've brought in all the money that they can. It's very unlikely they're going to release an album that's going to make millions and millions of dollars. But as been shown, when they die, they bring in so, so, so much money. Like, after Michael Jackson died, like, his charts went off the roof. Well, that's another thing, too. It's like, if somebody dies, 
is what they did before they died enough to live forever lucrative off? Like, like Avril Lavigne had only released one album, and she was like at that moment in her career where she was about to blow up a lot bigger than she ever did before that. So they were like, we still have a lot more money to make off of her, and we're not going to make a lot of money off of that just one album she did. Like, we need to have a doppelganger for this bitch. Hmm. You know, it's like, it's like with yeah, with when Prince died, he had already had a whole career full of music they like we have enough to like make money for the rest of our lives off of like michael jackson like we don't need to replace him he already did everything he needed to do and we can just live comfortably off his riches for the rest of our lives you know? so are we at a point where we can kill justin bieber now no that's he, the question is like they when just is replace him? when is it okay to beat someone to death with a shovel and replace him i say replace him with me you want to be Justin Bieber. He has so many who girls after him. I mean, who would come on? You know, I really don't have a an issue with Justin Bieber. I think a lot of his music is, is catchy and is listenable. I wouldn't listen to it, but you know, it, it, he gets a lot of flack for the stuff he does, and it's nothing what too do you mean? major. Although, to be fair, "Eeny Meeny Miny Mo Lover" is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. What do you mean? With with Sean Kingston, the lyrics go, "She's my eeny meeny miny mo lover." She's my eeny meeny miny mo lover. What do you mean? Uh, I I just keep saying the song, Justin Bieber song. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I don't know Justin Bieber. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying, Steve? Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'm I'm totally not in the Bieber loop. Hey, listeners. Pepin doesn't know the song, What Do You Mean? Pepin doesn't know what a radio is. See, that whole time, Pepin, every listener was like... (laughs) Every listener. And <laughs> baited every listener heard the what do you mean thing over and over again. They all were like. <sighs> they were actually jamming. They're like, what do you mean? They literally stopped the podcast to listen to that song and then came back in and laughed harder. <laughs> They're like, that was a great joke. I'm glad they have Matt Drew on again. I think we found out that our podcast listeners are big fans of Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we should move on and stop insulting him. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Pepin. Hey, Meter. I've been thinking a lot about comic books lately. Do you like comic books? More into manga, but yeah, pretty much. Okay, so there's a great store online. It's called ComicHunter.net. They have comics, they have mangas, they have graphic novels, they have Magic the Gathering. Pretty much anything you can think of that's super nerdy, they have it. That sounds pretty cool, and this is a website I can order from? Absolutely. We may be in America, and they're based out of Moncton, which is in Atlantic Canada. But you can still purchase online. Ooh, ooh. and ComicHunter.net? Absolutely. If you ever happen to be in Moncton, you can check out the store. They have Magic the Gathering right there in the store. They have Dungeons and Dragons. They have graphic novels. They have used comic books. uh, And all things at at a cheap, cheap price. Definitely suggest checking them out. And Matt Surrett's there, too. Matt Surrett? Absolutely. I definitely suggest checking them out. Where again? ComicHunter.net. ComicHunter.net. Comic Hunter, where heroes come to play. So back to the Paul McCartney thing, okay? Here's the thing that I wanted to say about it. I don't care if he was replaced, okay? Because I feel like the guy who they replaced him with, better, all right? I like the doppelganger better than the originals. Oh, yeah. And does that make the doppelganger more the original than the original? Exactly. The one who was made famous? 
I don't care if you're not somebody who I think you are because really do we know any celebrities I feel like all celebrities are doppelgangers if you think about it they're all pretending to be a certain person that they're not okay yeah so if you think about it in a grander sense a name is just that it's just a name it's just a it's the it's the sound we make that represents a person or in a celebrity's sense an idea yeah Mm-hmm. celebrities are so much more than just just a person or just a name paul mccartney is not just the name paul mccartney he, paul mccartney could have been 10 different people over the course of the time but some people think that some but his legacy that. is what matters and that's what we remember as as paul mccartney that's what we remember as skater boy will forever be avril lavigne to me whether it's a doppelganger or not actually that was the real avril lavigne if you were paying attention no i, I wasn't so let's make this a little more personal so Matt, you produce a lot of music, right? I write music. I write a lot. So you, you know, you write music. Now let's imagine you come up with an album that's not pretty good, that's got some traction, and you know you're getting pretty good, and, th- and then you die, and then they hire mm-hmm. a doppelganger who replaces you, and he ends up being better. Yeah. And then you end up getting more and more fame, but it's not you; it's your doppelganger. It's like the Paul McCartney you were talking about. And well, you're I dead. I wouldn't be around to have feelings about that. <gasps> but, how but, would I feel? How would I feel? No, how I would mean, I feel? How but, but, would Steve feel about that? Well, 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 then that's a question for Steve. Would you be mad about someone? Let's, let's, let's say that you're locked up in jail. Okay, let's, let's say you are around and you're in jail. Wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> you hear the real Matthew Drew is in jail. Matthew Drew <laughs> goes to jail. Wait. And the fake Matthew Drew comes in and is better. When Matthew Drew comes out of jail, does he take place his old self? Do we have to fight to the death? I mean, would you be mad if the the, the uh, imposter Matthew Drew would be? You know, no, I'd be happy. I would be so proud of him. I'd be like, "You go, me." Who's getting the royalties? <laughs> That's what matters. Well, that's what do you want me to say? You want me to say that I'm going to be very upset. That I'm going to be, oh, well, he's doing more with my name than I ever could. He's like, I get that. All right? No, I don't want you to be upset. You want me to be upset. No, you want no. this other me to be better than me. Well, that's a fact. Me. That's a and fact. Exactly. Because if you can create a version of me in a lab, you can you can sharpen all my edges. I mean, sand them down. You can make them what you can, you can make them better. Better edges are better edges. Better and if, edges. And if you're in jail, it's your own fault for being the type of guy who goes to jail. And first of all, how did I get thrown into jail? And then how did I lose my identity in the process? Okay, so your can identity we talk was about... never lost; whoa, whoa, it was whoa, whoa, whoa. taken. Okay, so whoa, 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 whoa. So what happens? I get wait. Do I get framed for a murder? But then they change my name in the process. Like what? No, no. So I was just trying to juxtapose the idea of. So you're saying that you wouldn't really care if Paul McCartney, you know, was replaced by an imposter because he was if better, he was right? Better. If, it if was, he was better, if you improve the design, then okay. So, so it's it's easy to say that about somebody else, right? But would you say about that about yourself? Because I would honestly be pretty pissed off if someone replaced me and started making, you know, that kind of for me. But that, that's that's me. So I don't I, have to worry about that because you can't get any better than me. <laughs> All right, here it goes along with the same idea that if a band rips off another band, like. Like Led Zeppelin was accused of like stealing chords or stealing, um, you know, songs. Okay, yeah. Accused Roll your eyes. of and was proven not guilty in a court of law. Well, well that was just but, about one song. That was just about Stairway to Heaven. But there's a lot of songs in question. But go on. That they were accused of stealing. Okay? Allegedly. And like they saw other bands and they just flat up lifted those songs and just redid them on their album. But Allegedly. Here's here's what I'm saying though. I think Led Zeppelin 
if they did steal all that music, they did it better, so it should have been given to them. So I think that if you can steal something and improve it, it's yours. I think that if you can just undoubtedly, like, you listen to the two, like, in every song that I ever heard that they quote-unquote stole, I listened to the original version or whatever they said that they were stealing from, and I always preferred Led Zeppelin. Mm. So if I can come back and say, well, every single time that they ripped someone off, they improved upon it, give it to them. So if I go to your house and I steal all of your clothes and they look better on me, they're mine. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to be by later tonight for all your clothes. Well, you got to look better in them, bro. <laughs> Done. <laughs> hey, Done. Hey, hey, hey. I get what you're doing, though. You're trying to, like, bring it down to a very basic level, very personal level, and you got to say, oh, well, if this, blah, blah, blah. But I'm speaking in a more of a... A philosophical level, you know, philosophical level, you know, where it's like you are consistent with you know your own philosophy. You're not. It's just... like, but like this is a real thing, though. It's like with science, if you look at it like that, where where you know the original guy who had the idea for the light bulb, you know, you look at how how it was improved upon, or any idea scientifically, it was improved upon, it was built upon. There's so many times where somebody came up with almost the the right idea, or almost you know, almost like oh, you're on to something, but yeah. I'm gonna take it. And I'm gonna turn it into something you never could. Well, you know I think saying? I think patent law kind of screws that over because by the time somebody creates something new, invention-wise, like the second they patent it, you can't touch it for at least thirty years. Well, it, the whole key is to do it in just a different enough way, or or to 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 put something in a certain way that just it wasn't like that before. So it's like, oh, well, I'm doing so many different things with that idea it's hard to say that exactly what i'm doing is what you did so it's like i'm doing something that's different i may be incorporating what you did and i may be i may be doing some of the key elements of what you did but i'm doing it in a much better way i'm doing it in a much more evolved mm-hmm. way and that's the whole idea of evolving of evolution where it's like can you really say that anything's the same if it's done you know progressed and it's you know it's changed and it's and it's yeah it's the same but it's different i mean you're you're trying to say hey is lasagna pizza because it's got sauce and cheese no it's different because it's got other stuff going on too it's hard to say that that's the same just because it incorporates a lot of the same things oh it's got meat yeah well pizza can have meat too but they're very different yeah i'd say i agree uh now to move on. <laughs> Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> fuck that. Now another conspiracy, another conspiracy that got teased at the beginning was flat Earth. Now Steve, you've heard of the flat Earth conspiracy. Yeah. Now Matt, have you? Uh, n- never. Never, never. So Steve, there, wait, you what, think what you are you do- talking about? Flat Earth, like a pizza? You think you could do this justice? I mean, I, I could add some. Absolutely not, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So a lot of people out there right now subscribe to the idea that the earth is flat. Wait, who? 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 A lot of people. So the idea is that the earth is flat. So, And they've come up with many models to explain these things we experience. So it's, it's not just this dumb theory, oh, the earth is flat. It's like, no, no. They have these like pretty ingenious theories. So... Think about gravity for a second. So how would they explain gravity if they don't have a round earth with, you know, like center of mass, you know, and gravitational forces and stuff? What they say is the earth is flat, right? 
but the Earth is moving up at the speed of 9.8 meters per second squared. And it's accelerating up. And this creates the effect of gravity. Yeah, that's pretty genius. And now I believe the Earth is flat. And the theory gets kind of a little crazy because where it starts wait, wait 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 sorry to cut you off but do you believe the earth is flat because i'm getting a vibe from you that you believe the earth is flat no no okay no uh i've watched a lot of videos on it because it's very interesting it's very interesting to watch because it's what i like about it is the people who are making the arguments for the most part they're very they're very good arguments it's not like they're just being dumb idiots on the internet they're kind of thinking out the arguments and trying to figure out ways to explain different behaviors. And they've gone to very confusing lengths. And you know, at least they're trying to make arguments. At least they're trying to be rational. You know, they're obviously wrong, but, you know, they're trying to be rational. But where they kind of lose me is in the uh, this kind of blatant conspiracy talk about, you know, like they're – so there's an idea about the – well, about the polls, right? You know, if there's polls, you know, why, why – why, why? Are you talking about football? No, no. So there's a north and south pole, right? And those are the edge of the Earth. So where's the edge of the Earth? Well, they're at the poles because of this complex geometry. It's not like a just a flat spiggy thing. That's like a you know it's flat. You get the poles, and that's where the supposed edge of the Earth would be. Like well, the why, North Pole. Yeah, North Pole like, and South like Pole. Santa's Santa's town. Uh, mm. In the South Pole, uh, Santa's arch nemesis town. So they'd say you could get to the edge of the Earth by going to the North or South Pole. But the reason is you can't do that it's because you can't do that because there's heat miser and freeze miser and they are between the south pole and the north pole and they'll fuck you up. Yeah, heat miser and cold miser in form no, of the government. Not miser, but miser. My, heat oh. miser. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know mm-hmm. they they have the songs. I'm Mister Heat Miser. I'm Mister. I'm Mr. White Chris Hate Blister. I'm Mr. 101. I'm Mr. 101. Son, call me Buddha. Okay. And the Freeze Meister has his own version of the song where it's all like cold stuff. Yeah. So they argue that the government is preventing people from visiting these poles because they want to indoctrinate people into the you know round earth conspiracy. And they always far as saying that the whole like spatial things is another uh, round earth conspiracy where so why uh why does the government ha- want us all to believe i i haven't found a good explanation for this to be honest oh. i i think it's so if it's, you go if you go west long enough you wrap back around to where you started so how do they explain that so they explain that with the so the compasses like point towards north right and as far as you can tell you're going straight Right, but you're actually going slightly curved because they're following the direction. So you're actually kind of going around in a circle. It, it, I don't accept that explanation. That, that That's their explanation, right? The, ge- so the geometry digging, doesn't make sense. Geometrically, that does not make sense. So the... But you get the argument there, so it's, it's kind of... No, it's awful. It's, it's not a good argument, but... Neil deGrasse Tyson... Actually, his nephew is a rapper, and he had his nephew write a rap about it. Yeah, no, it was actually a rap battle with B.O.B., and it because was B.O.B. Awful. claims that the Earth is flat. Right, and it was awful. See, I, I, awful. the arguments aren't good, but they they try to think them out. They try to have actual rationale behind them. Uh, there's actually these people who have done like these you know pseudo-experiments where they kind of like, 
so there's a whole thing where if the Earth's not round, then why do you see a ship that goes off on the distant horizon kind of escape behind your Earth? And their whole argument is that it's actually like a kind of like a fog or, you know, the further you get out, the more booty become because of light scattering. And we see a ship go out. It's not actually, you know, disappearing behind the Earth. It's just kind of the light scattering, which is not a very good argument because it doesn't make quite make sense. Because why would this, the top of the ship be scattering? Or bottom be scattering, but not the top. When so real life has a limited draw distance. Uh, yeah, which is actually true. Which is actually true. That's why the sky is blue. That's why you see mountains. They look blue because the light scatters off them. But the ship, you know, the ship as it goes out, the light scatters off, you know, more and more. Which is why it becomes more and more opaque, more and more bluish. But it's the horizon is not that level, and you see it just disappear. It doesn't just turn gradually blue. So that's the issue with that argument. Hey Pepin. Yo yo. You remember that time that we went and we saw that wrestling show live? Oh yeah, I loved it. It was like in your face, very personal, and it was crazy. I know, I feel the same way. And I feel like now I really like local stuff. It's just so much better production quality. Mm-mm. And you feel that connection to the people who are, you know, taking part in it too. Absolutely. So I was looking around and I found a wrestling promotion that's small time but they're huge in personality and production value, and it's called Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. Innovative Hybrid Wrestling? IHW. Ooh. And where can I find about them? I know you're all over Facebook, you're all over Twitter. Those would be the two places I would suggest looking for Innovative Hybrid Wrestling, Facebook and Twitter. All right, so just go to Facebook and Twitter to search Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. You got it. All right. So Columbus is a lying asshole. Uh, don't, don't even get to Columbus, because Columbus... Whoa, whoa, Nate, I didn't mean to set you off, brother. I'm sorry, I'll, Steve. I, won't, I won't talk about Columbus. Oh, God, God. Nate's getting very upset right now. You don't want to see what happens on Columbus Day. Columbus wasn't even trying to prove the Earth was round. They all knew the Earth was round. He was just trying to prove that it was, you know, smaller than people thought it was. He, they already knew it was round for, like, thousands of years. Don't call Nathan on Columbus Day. He gets very mad. He gets emotional. A lot of times, angry, violent. I saw him hit a kid. I mean, Columbus was so stupid that when he arrived into, where was it, uh, Columbia? Not Columbia. I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself now. Yeah, it's, I'm already embarrassed. But when he <laughs> arrived into the Americas, he thought he was actually in India. Columbia, he died. Columbia, America. He, he died thinking he was in America. No, you idiot. You, weren't. you never arrived in India. You were in North America. Columbia, but North America. This, this is how stupid he was. He, I, well, I, I, that, I'm, that's not really don't... stupid. It hadn't been mapped out before. <laughs> no, no, so no. it only made sense that if he thought the Earth was round, he would go to India. No, no, I'm, I'm being emphatic, but he got really lucky, to be honest. Because yeah. if, if the world was as big as it was, no, and there was no North America that he would have died. Yeah. And there's a whole thing about that. But he was a very smart guy, but, you know. He was a racist. They were racist back he then. He cut off people's thumbs if they came back without gold. Like, he would send all the Native Americans out to find gold. You know, he'd be like, hey, bitch, I'm in your home. Go get me all your gold. Go get me all your treasures. And then they would uh, they would come back without any gold because they're like, you know, we don't have any gold. And then, you know, he would cut off their thumbs when they come out without gold, you know, come back without gold. And, and you know. They were like, fine, we didn't want thumbs anyways. He'd replace their thumbs with forks, too. Like, the guy was all sorts of messed up. Yeah, man. He was racist. Like, what, what the fork, bro? 
you know, I, I can't I can excuse him on racism because racism was just the norm back then. But no, 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 no. You don't excuse people for racism just because it was normal. You gotta think outside your own little box that you live in. It's four hundred years ago, you know. It's, oh, it's it was four hundred years ago. It's twenty sixteen. Excuses. I, all I hear is excuses for people with little tiny minds and even smaller dicks. I mean, yeah, their minds were tiny. Columbus had a micro penis. Minds and dicks were just smaller back then. Put dude. that on Wikipedia page. I'm just saying, you you make big generalizations and you have to understand the facts big okay? generalizations from little minds yeah, minds and dicks bro they were all small now you got a small mind you probably got a tiny dick are these yeah. so tiny that they're like little clitorises these are little clip dick little clip minds <laughs> clip minds you got a clip mind you got a flat dick i think the real question is were their dicks flat Hmm, that's a good question. They were like Ken. Wait, did he have... It's this theory that Ken has a dick, but it's just so flat you can't see it. Flat front. A f- flat front dick. Oh my god. It's so flat you can't see it. So if he were to get an erection, would it still like kind of come up? Barbie's, off his body? Barbie's pussy's so popping it's flat. Yeah, pretty much. If he had an erection, it would be like... Like flat. How would that feel? Flat. This like is it. the worst podcast we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, I like it. One when you've stun locked Matt Drew, you know. I hit the big I, time. I was like, it got too sciency for me. I wasn't able to keep up. Okay, all the the earth being flat. Once Nate started pulling out real fucking facts, like, he started talking about, like, real scientific stuff. I was like, all right, I'm checked out. All right, I was there for Avril Lavigne and Justin Bieber. I can I can keep up. And then we went to Columbus. And, and then, like, it became this weird, like, sexual thing. Like, Steve started inserting, like, just gross stuff. Because it's like... My sisters had Barbies. They had one can and, like, six Barbies. What does that tell you about the state of America? You know what? They had American girl dolls. I didn't see any African girl dolls. What you got to say about that? It's true. It's true. I think there's a conspiracy about that too. There can be a cons- that's another thing. Is the idea of conspiracies I think is interesting in general. I think that just like um you know, we don't want to get political. I know you were saying that. You know, 9/11. Like, I just okay, I'm just going to bring up 9/11 for a second. Knew it. No, I'm just going to bring up <laughs> stuff like that. So like shootings and 9/11 where it's like everyone I feel like everyone is just you know I feel like we all feel so helpless when something like a big tragedy happens mm-hmm. or an artist like Avril Lavigne comes out. Bring it we, real. We all feel so helpless, so we need to come up with some sort of <laughs> some, some sort of way to, way to feel like we're in control of some of this, you know, like or we know or we, mm. you know, but like nobody wants to face the fact that, you know, we don't know. And we, we have to live in the unknown, you know, because like the government's never going to tell us everything that they know. You know, and chances are what we're told has been filtered through 10 different people before we even hear it. So do you think that anything you hear from from the Internet, anything you hear from the media is is right? Do you think any of that is real? So what people do is, you know, they're very active imaginations. And I'm not saying that 
every case that what they're saying is the fact. But I'm saying that we're not getting the whole stories. You know, whether whether it's 9-11 or whether it's Avril Lavigne, we don't get the whole story. Well, you gave me an interesting thought there, which is that we kind of fabricate our own narratives to gain a sense of control over what happens. So we will kind of create this conspiracy we will create this conspiracy theory about Avril Lavigne, you know, actually being a doppelganger and so on and so forth, to create some kind of control over her tragic death. If if that is in fact what actually happened. Right. But we you know, despite whether it happened or not, whether she has a doppelganger, the fact that this conspiracy exists is us trying to gain control over her death. Yeah, exactly. It all comes from like a helpless place. I so mean, it's proven she's dead. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's right. She's not dead, but this wait, like we're all talking about her like she is dead. Like it's it's crazy how like we just like the general consensus. Avril Lavigne's, as we all know, as we all know, as we all know she's dead. <laughs> like clearly, um, but no, that's that's a good point, Steve. She's dead. Yeah, you know, I. It's a lot of people will tell you that I don't make good points, but I just make one. <laughs> That's like you know when somebody talks and they just say nothing for two seconds. That was that. That was that. Uh, that was a good two seconds. See, mm. you, you're masterful. It's what I'm about. <laughs> Sometimes I talk and I don't even know if words are gonna continue on. If they're gonna make a whole sentence. If I'm gonna randomly stop. Who? I think a good thing to point about conspiracy theories, which is not too controversial, but everything is kind of a conspiracy in a way, you know, because, you know, think about like politicians making backroom deals. Think about studios getting together and planning, making plans, you know, doing all this kind of stuff. Even us right now making a podcast, we're conspiring. So conspiring, conspiring is just like a thing of life. And what you know, plans are secret, and to keep them from the general public for whatever reason. And it's that's not too in, you know too irregular, too kind of crazy. And where it gets kind of crazy with conspiracy theories, in particular, are either being unprovable or to a point where someone would you know spill the beans somewhere. Well, another another side of it is sometimes there's consequences, and that's what a lot of people that they were saying when it comes to things like like more serious things other than Avril Lavigne. I know it's hard to believe that there's anything more serious than Avril Lavigne, but the shootings. I'm sorry, I I know we're not wow. getting political, but like the shooting. <laughs> wow. Okay, 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 okay. You just like underplayed people <laughs> dying by making a joke about Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying that this wow. is very serious. I was saying that it is very serious. There are th- serious things in the world, and I was just joking that I know we like to think that Avril Lavigne is the most serious thing going Matt, on in the calm, world right calm now. Calm down, Matt. You're getting very passionate about Avril Lavigne. No, I'm getting passionate about shootings, okay? Oh, okay. see, here I am making you out to be a big villain, and you're actually, like, the sensible one here. Well, like, anyone who's passionate about Avril Lavigne is a villain. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because all of the Avril Lavigne fans of this podcast can sign off and fuck off in that order. 
And I'm saying that there's some repercussions when you when you when you start sharing conspiracy theories and you start talking about them like they're fact. Because then people then take all that knowledge and they treat it like it's fact. They go around and they say, "Oh, well, there was multiple shooters in this shooting, and only one guy was reprimand, uh, reprehended or whatever like that." Yeah. And, you know, so like so so there's there's oh danger out there. You know, people need to you know hide their wife, hide their kids. You know, they need to they need to take extra precautions they need to live in fear you know and a lot of people will just pass this information around like it's gospel you know and that's blind acceptance of anything stated is an issue you always should research you always should ask questions you always should do your do your homework before you start presenting Mm -hmm. this kind of makes me think about the because a lot of people will just blindly accept things like that but there's the other issue the opposite you know, spectrum where let's say flat earthers or, um, you know, since, since where he went there, 9-11 conspiracy theorists, where they dig themselves into a well of research. They, this is all they do. They will spend months and years and hours and hours watching videos, watching, looking at evidence that points to their conclusion or they, that they think points to the conclusion. Affirmation bias. But they ignore other stuff that doesn't go along with their theory. No, Affirmation they, bias. They, it's not, no, they don't ignore it. They will question it directly. This is all they you know, a lot of what they do. But they will disagree with it. They will come up with ways where it's not true or where no it doesn't that's not actually what happened. So like Well you don't understand or you are you are you agreeing that they they have blinders on? Because they do have blinders on when you're saying that they specifically try to find they try to give themselves a billion ways which which they could disprove something that doesn't go along with their theory and they're very light on trying to disprove their own theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like anything that you think or anything you want to believe wholeheartedly, you should play the opposite side to it. You should, you should say, well, how could I debunk this? Or how could I, how could I go against what I'm feeling or what, what I'm thinking? How could I play devil's advocate to my own beliefs? You know, that's important in any critical thought you need to, you need to sit on the other side of it in your mind and say, well, you know, life is perspective, you know? And I think even more important than that, because you can fall into those affirmation bias is what we do here on this show. And that's get together with other people who might have a differing opinion, listen to their other opinion. Even if you completely disagree, have that discussion and really keep yourself open. And hopefully the other person too can be open to both sides of it. And then you you get to be such a more well-rounded person, even if you guys end up agreeing to disagree. And that's really the basis of, you know, how this show's inception in the first place is we wanted this to be such like a a natural feeling of some friends hanging out and just talking about things that that really matter to us in our lives. And even if we end up not having any listeners, just the experience of being with my friends and talking about this stuff is so important to me that I consider this to be a success, but you guys should really give me money. <laughs> Wait, all of that was a bit. All of that was a all bit. All of you listeners should really give me some money so that I can continue to do this. That's so important. And it's not just for me. It's for, it's for everybody else as well. I'm already a success in my own eyes because I'm expanding my own horizons and I'm, I'm really getting to know my friends and that's all such huge stuff, but you should give me money. See, it's the bit. It just it gets you every time. You're like, is he on a serious thought path? And then he just like, give me money. 
Maybe maybe this isn't a bit. Is it's this... this is actually really genuine. I need money. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a big ploy for me to ask for money. No, this is a big ploy for me to open up my horizons and if if other people can get something similar or can can draw anything from what we do here in this room with these people i will be happy and i know i myself have drawn plenty from from our show as a whole you know i i i agree man i think that you know the vibe here it's you know it's really nice open atmosphere i feel like you know anything you think you can really express and you know you've created such a beautiful environment to really express your ideas and your thoughts and for listeners to listen in and maybe agree maybe disagree but the fact is they're getting food for their thoughts and i think if they're taking away one thing from this whole podcast it's give steve money that's essentially the only thing you should be taking away from all this is steve wants your money amen and give it to him please expand your horizons i'm glad you're all listening Listen to your friends. Listen to other things. Experience other points of view that are bigger than your own. Mm -hmm. And give Steve money. That's... I think you have summed me and my points up so perfectly. I don't care if you disagree or you agree. Just give Steve money. Okay. Well, anyway... Steve, you have any projects? Yeah, um, I'm working on this project right now. It's called We Need to Talk. Um, you can find it at, at WNTT1, the number one. Uh, that's on Twitter, of course. And uh, you can uh, you can find us on iTunes. Um, you know, I'll be releasing an album at some point, doing stuff. That's the majority of what I'm doing at the moment. Uh, if you happen to live in um, my state, you should get some roofing done by the company I work for. Uh, what about you, Nate? What have you? What are you doing? I've been trying to figure out how to do let's plays. I want to start doing some, uh, you know, a couple like non-serious let's plays. Maybe get oh, a few sweet. subscribers. What uh, what game are you looking to do first? I think a kind of nice and easy one, like South Park, would be a good one. Uh, I was considering doing that with G, who has been a previous guest on the show. Uh, also, kind of expanding my uh, political, not political, expanding my platform a little bit, because mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, but I don't actually have, like, a natural, like, not a fan page, but a professional page. So yeah. getting that kind of done would be probably within the next two weeks or throw, so. Plus, fuck it, you have all this equipment, might as well use it. What yep. about you, Matt? What uh, what what can we what can we plug for you? Um, you know, just uh, whatever I was plugging last episode still applies. Perfect. Well, uh, I I think the the biggest thing to take away from this is always keep asking questions because, you know, no matter how much we think we know, or how much we we want to believe in our own biases, it's really important that we all keep communicating you know we need to talk
This has been a TPC Network podcast. For more shows like this, go to tpcnetwork.com slash podcasts.